I always made them do things so they matured. Mm -hmm. For instance, stupid example, I never woke any of my kids up for school. That's a really good one. Never. Because the minute you start doing it is the minute they start depending on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom woke me up the whole time. Yeah. I would have an alarm, but I wouldn't get out of bed. Exactly. I'd be like, she... the alarm is my first warning, and then she's my second warning. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's the perfect example. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if I start doing that, what what good am I going to do for my kids? Mm-hmm. Because I basically feel like I'm training them at a younger age to be mature for the time that, that I'm not going to be there. Right. Hey everybody, welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spira. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got a great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing us your questions. If you want to send us a question or something to talk about on the show, please email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, we start with some type of update. So what is new with you, Lisa? My son, buddy, got his license. That's (laughs) all I'm going to (laughs) say. How's it feel? OMG. (laughs) (laughs) Is he driving by himself fully now? He is fully on his own. Please, he was fully on his own the minute he got that piece of paper in his hand. Yeah. I had to actually go pick up my husband from the DMV. Oh, really? Because he was like, peace out, people. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to ride solo? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I'm happy for him. The one thing I could tell you about, buddy, he is a great driver. The only, only thing that him and I fight about is his speed (laughs) oh yeah well that's common he has a heavy foot Mm -hmm. and uh you know that's the only thing he has to work on but as far as being an attentive driver and a and a good driver i have to say thank god that i feel very comfortable in the car with him that's good that's a good sign yeah so i have another driver in the house 17 years old i cannot believe it so is he Helping out with the driving in general? He definitely is. He Let is? me tell That's you something. Nice. So Buddy and Marco are my sports fanatics. Right. When I tell you they are in every sport, every practice. So for instance, let me give you an example. Right now it's the middle of football season. Mm-hmm. Not only do they have football every single day, they also have ice hockey once a week in the mornings at 530. Mm. And on Sundays they have lacrosse. <laughs> Really? Lacrosse? Or is lacrosse. That like, and is lacrosse is like a spring sport. Yeah, I was like, so it's like like indoor winter like training to like keep Yeah, fresh? basically, yeah, wow. to just, you know, start training. So they're in the middle of three sports right now. Before Buddy got his license, who do you think was doing all the driving? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. I did a lot of sports and my mom was very happy when I could drive. She was yeah, like, I don't have to so, drive you around So anymore. I'm like, I'm so relieved, and especially because, so Marco's in high school now too. So all the sports are all together at the same mm-hmm. time. Yep. So such a relief just to know that, A, I don't have to get up at 5.30 in the morning to drive them to an ice rink. Yeah, that's nice. And B, they could drive themselves home at 6 o'clock at night when it's bumper-to-bumper traffic on 287. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, then he can't go fast. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. So there's definitely a lot of pros. Um, He's definitely been helping me out. So, yeah, I cannot complain. I definitely cannot complain. It's, It's been a great, great asset to have my my son's license yeah how many more years is it for marco two believe it or not even though marco acts a lot more mature and uh you know you would think that marco and buddy were very close in age yeah like i i don't even know they're three years apart three oh wow okay yeah 
Yeah, Marco's 14 going on 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's the one that always pops in while we record to say exactly. hi. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Marco is my 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 boy that he's very sensitive, he's very caring. He wants to know where I am, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He'll text me throughout the day, you know, are you okay? What are you doing? That's I have sweet. to say, yeah, he's really really um he has a big heart. I have to say he has a very big heart. Who texts you the most of the kids? Is it Marco or Sophia? Actually, they're both pretty even. Even? Yeah, they're both pretty even, I have to say. Even? And Carlo, does Carlo have a phone yet? Carlo has a phone, but Carlo's really not much on his phone. Yeah, or he doesn't bring it to school, I'm guessing. No, he definitely doesn't take it to school. He's still maybe a little younger than... um, You know what it is? Even though all my kids, our cutoff was 10 years old to get Mm -hmm. a cell phone. Even though Carlo's going to be 11... And he got his phone when he was 10. He's like, all right, so you know how I say Marco's 14 going on 30? Yeah. Carlo is 10 going on 5. Oh, really? <laughs> and I think it's because as mature as he is, the way he speaks to people, he very he articulates his words very well. He could have a conversation mm-hmm. with anybody. He's still immature in a lot of ways because he always had three older siblings plus me catering to him yep that's always the baby usually (laughs) so he's so babyish in so many ways and we're trying to work on that this year for instance you know I kind of trained my kids and maybe trained is not the right word but as I was raising the three older ones because they were really close in age I always made them do things so they matured Mm -hmm. for instance stupid example I never woke any of my kids up for school that's a really good one never because the minute you start doing it is the minute they start depending on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom woke me up the whole time. Yeah. I would have an alarm, but I wouldn't get out of bed. Exactly. I'd be like, she... the alarm is my first warning, and then she's my second warning. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's the perfect example. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if I start doing that, what what good am I going to do for my kids? Mm-hmm. Because I basically feel like I'm training them at a younger age to be mature for the time that, that I'm not going to be there. Right. So my three older kids, I have to say... Never woke them up for school. Never. Um, once they got their cell phone, it was their responsibility to put a timer on, and it was their responsibility to wake up. Mm-hmm. Carlo, we're still working on that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're still working on it. And I'm starting to now teach him how in the morning, he's got to get up on his own, he's got to get dressed, and he's got to go in the kitchen and make his own breakfast. Okay. All three. That's good. He has to, because you know what? I'm not going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. And what do you think he eats for breakfast? He's the kid that pops in the waffles. Yeah, I was going to say he's the He's the kid waffle, that, you know, whatever. has chocolate milk. Yeah. He, he doesn't like anything fancy in the morning. Uh-huh. My other kids always did it on their own. My son buddy told us they will get up early and make himself scrambled eggs for breakfast. Oh, good for him. Yeah, so I'm trying to teach him the same way that I taught the older kids. It's just taking a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And I always said um, to my other my older kids... If they ever forgot anything from school, like for instance, my son one time forgot his trumpet. Yeah. I'll give him one free card, one free pass. Okay. But after that, then he's going to have to explain to his teacher why he doesn't have his trumpet. Okay. I said, because the minute I start giving in is the minute that they start taking advantage. Kids are very smart. (laughs) Kids are very, very smart. Uh So we're working on that with Carlo. And like I said, it's taken a little bit longer. And I feel like it's because he's had all of us to cater for him his whole life. Mm -hmm. 
you know, my daughter still thinks of him as the baby. Meanwhile, he's going to be 11 years old. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw he went to visit with you guys. Oh, yeah. I was like, he, how's he feel with her leaving? Is he okay? How's he doing? I think, he, listen, he's definitely sad and he knows he has no choice but to adjust. Mm-hmm. But um, considering, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say the thing I noticed with um, any kids I know or have babysat that like are that you know, kind of fifth grade, 10, 10 years old with the cell phone is when the boys get the cell phone or even just an iPad, so it's not a phone, they mainly just use it to play like games. Yeah. But then the girls that would babysit would get a phone and they were using it to like keep in touch with their friends. So it was, it was a very like interesting distinction of like uh, one kid I babysat, same thing, hit like 11, 12, finally got a phone. Yeah. Uh, but he never is like texting anybody mm-hmm. of his friends. Like his friends actually will FaceTime sometimes while they play video games. Yeah. But they don't like talk, talk, talk. Like it's just it's just so interesting to see the difference of it's like literally like back in the old days of like women, you know, gathering berries and chatting yeah. and men hunting and being quiet. Like it's just it's so interesting. It's funny you say that because my three older kids, even though they all got phones at ten years old, they're definitely not phone kids. Mm-hmm. Um especially my two boys, they are outside, whether it's 100 degrees or 20 below. Mm-hmm. If it's 20 below, they're building an ice ring outside on my pond. Mm-hmm. If it's 100 degrees, they're in the pool or they're throwing a football or doing something. Right. You know, my three older kids are so not social media kids. And not because I was like so against it or you right, can't do yeah. this. It's just their nature. My little one, on the other hand... He's not social media, but he loves playing those games. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. But it's yeah. just, it's interesting because it makes sense. It's almost like when guys have a phone or even just with leaving the phone. Yeah. They're not like, oh, is someone trying to get in touch with me? Or am I trying to keep in touch with someone? It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll pick it up when I want to go play with it later. Yeah, no, that my that's how my older kids are. Mm-hmm. Like, really have no interest in it. And it's funny because, so, you know, I was talking to my one son about what to get my little one for Christmas Mm -hmm. and you know he's really asking for this item it's like a gaming thing and uh you know what my son turned around to me and said he goes don't do it he goes don't do it what you should be getting him is a bat is gloves oh really he's like telling me that no go get him sports stuff because he belongs outside not playing video games he goes if you get him this he's going to be inside playing video games the whole day Mm -hmm. and on one hand he's right Mm -hmm. but on the other hand just because he has different interests doesn't mean that's bad either. Right. Like my little one wants to, you know, start coding and start making games and, you know, Which is a huge he's skill. very creative. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to take that away from him? Because he likes to play games, mm-hmm. you know? So just because my older ones are more sports doesn't mean that my little one can't do what he's interested in either. Yeah. Coding. I mean, coding so big. A lot of schools have a coding class. Yeah. Now. Like yeah. they learn basic code. It's crazy. My son wants the code, so why am I going to deprive him of that? Because he doesn't like to, you know, hold a bat? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, that's what makes the world go around. Yeah, or I was like, something that might be a interesting kind of in-between of, like, doing something more, say, like, with your hands, like, the way it's, like, yeah. whatever, shooting baskets or playing baseball, uh, is, like, something that's almost like a Lego, something that it's like, oh, this is something that he can, like, build and put together yeah. and play with, because that... A lot of times anyone I know that ended up like engineering or coding, like that was like always toys that they liked. They liked things that they would put together, take apart, 
kind of build and it's like okay yeah it's not a sport but it's, they're doing something with their hand it is working like a different part well of that's brain. my younger child right that's carlo yeah carlo has loved legos since the day i could remember they're, i mean they're pretty cool i like to live i played with my brother carlo's so creative too so he'll take like my paper plates mm-hmm. and we we buy duct tape in this house like it's going out of style <laughs> And he will put it together. He'll make, you know, all the swords from the Avengers. Okay, yeah. He'll yeah. watch a movie and reenact it with with whatever he could build. That's Carlo. Where my older kids were not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I tried to explain to my son is that just because he doesn't like sports like you do doesn't mean that he's not interested in other things. Right. And with anything, it's like, hey, even if you are outside playing, if I'm like, hey, you've been out there for four hours and like not doing your homework... I can still be like, hey, you got to come in and do this other thing or whatever chores or something, yeah. you know? So it's like the same thing of like, yeah, if he's playing with the thing too much, I can be like, all right, that's enough for today. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like it always get taken away. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah. So going back to Buddy turning 17, he's definitely been helping me out a lot with a lot of driving and, uh, you know, he's a great driver. So I'm really proud of him. I'm happy. And hopefully now he'll change his mind and want to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Never know. Um, all right. Well, we have a couple questions. So thank you guys so much for emailing in. If you want to send us a question, it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. All right. This first one is called Mean Sister in Law. Hi, Erica and Lisa. Love listening to your podcast. I have a question about a mean sister in law. What do you do? My sister in law can be wildly unpleasant, and I don't always like to be around her as she causes me crazy amounts of stress and anxiety. I try to, my best to just keep chugging along and doing family things as I know my husband wants me to try for the sake of his and his brother's relationship. But boy, my sister-in-law does not make it easy. I've had a co- the conversation with my husband that if she wasn't my family, I wouldn't deal with her. I'd just ignore her and distance myself. But I can't. She is family. How do you deal with someone in your family that is just downright mean and unpleasant to be around? Thanks. Okay, well, let's let's rewind this question. This is a sister-in-law by marriage. Yes, yeah, so her husband, his brother, his Our brother brothers. married this one. Yeah. So, which makes it a little bit more different. Yeah, that's hard. Or, I mean, I'd be more hesitant yeah, to say something to my husband if it was his sister. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my point that I'm <laughs> trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, you're like, eh, I don't know how that's going to go. That's my point. Um, another thing that I can't answer this question fairly is because you're saying she's being mean to you. Well, what is she, exactly is she doing? You know, mm-hmm. is she saying mean things? Is she doing mean things? Like, what what in her dictionary consists of mean? Yeah, or I feel like she says unpleasant a lot. Well, what does that mean? Uh, well, a lot of times that could mean, I think of it either as like they're kind of rude or they're just like a, like an energy suck. Okay, you know so, how like if you hang out at a dinner and you're like, there's the one person you like sit near and you're like, oh. Well, is just... she a Debbie Downer? Is she a negative person? Is she actually looking at you and saying, oh, you look fat today? Yeah. yeah. Or you look ugly today? Or mm-hmm. is she just like always oh, a complainer? There's a couple of different scenarios here. Because, okay, let's let's take each scenario. If she's flat out turning around to you and saying that you don't dress good, that you're ugly, that you're, you know, you're fat. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Insults. What this, yeah, insults. If the, she if she's personally insulting you, then insult her back. What do you need <laughs> to tell your husband for? Why do you need to tell your husband's brother for? Yeah. Go to the source. Mm-hmm. Give her back what she's given you. Mm-hmm. 
I was never a type of person that I like to go through people. If I have a problem with you or you have a problem with me, come talk to me. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I could have screwed up somewhere down the road, Mm -hmm. but come and approach me. Let's talk about it. Let's clear the air. Mm -hmm. We might agree and we might agree to disagree. Yeah. But at least we clear the air and move on with our lives because we are family. Yeah. Sometimes it's simple just going, what is your problem? Exactly. And a lot of times people then all of a sudden they're on the spot and don't want to be confrontational. And it's like, well, you keep making well, side comments or passive aggressive things. And I I'm like, like to call people out. I get the message. So yeah. what is it? I like Did to I do call something? people out. <laughs> exactly. Basically yeah. call them out. Mm-hmm. Because if you call somebody out that has no reason to be saying stuff to you, you kind of put them in a really awkward position. Yeah. You know? So that's the scenario if someone's directly being mean to you. Yeah. If someone is just a Debbie Downer Mm. that just complains about life in general, that just is not happy with anything, honestly, those types of people, I just let go in one ear and come out the other because it doesn't affect my life. Yeah. If you're not directly being mean to me about something with me or my children, I always say, you could fuck with me. Am I allowed to say that? But do not touch my kids. Yeah. Because the minute you enter my kids' world is the minute you see a part of me that you've never seen before. Oh, yeah. I think every, every uh, I think mom and dad, but mostly mom, mama bears feel that way. Listen, you, I could take whatever you want with me, mm-hmm. but do not touch my kids. Right. Because if you're going to talk mean about my kids, look at yours first. Mm-hmm. Because... Every child, there's no perfect children out there. Nope. (laughs) And they're all going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And it's how they learn from them and fix them. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to someone just being a Debbie Downer and just a negative energy in life, either deal with them only when you have to. But if it's not directly affecting you, just let it go when you're near and come out the other. Just Mm -hmm. block them out. Through the years, you learn to just block them out. Yeah. That's how I would approach it. Yeah. Or I think of like people that are very complainy. Yeah. It's just like, they're just going like, to complain. Here we go again. No matter what we do, they're just going to complain. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, my, I mean, my, it might just be because I'm a comedian. My, my approach always a lot of times is like, I'll almost make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. Like kind of bust their balls a little bit. And that's yeah. my indirect way of being like, we all notice. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I would be like, oh, another complaint, everybody. Like, that's just me. Like, I would kind of try to make a joke yeah. and see if that got them to either tone it down or, or maybe it got them to laugh. And then we all laugh and it's just like, okay, that's, you know, I don't know her sister's name. So it's like Kelly. It's like, ah, that's just Kelly. You know, tell him Kelly, (laughs) tell him how you don't like the food or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you have different people in this world. And Mm -hmm. like I said, if it doesn't, if it doesn't directly affect me or my children, then I really can care less. Yeah. The one thing she said that I just reread was I don't like to be around her because she causes me crazy amounts of stress slash anxiety. I think that's another one you could just go like. I imagine if you're like all together as a family at the house, say you're like cooking, having people over, she's stressing you out. I would probably just go, listen, you're stressing me out. Go sit yeah. down, relax. I got it. Basically call them out on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's directly affecting you, mm-hmm. you need to call them out on it. Yeah. Don't go through Tom, Dick or Harry. Go right to the source. Yeah. Or it's also because especially with guys, a lot of times they don't want to get involved. No. And you could tell your husband and he might go, yeah, 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 I'll talk to him and not say anything. No, especially (laughs) when it comes to guys that are brothers. Yeah. No. That's the worst, man. Mm -hmm. They don't want to ruffle each other's feathers. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Just go right to the source. Don't involve anyone. You're a big girl. You could 
you know, stand up for yourself. Yeah. And I would say do it when it happens. Exactly. That's always the best thing. Because the worst yes. is when you're trying to remind someone no. of something they said or did and they're like just not remembering. That you got to do it when it's like they say something and you just go, okay. When you do that, that bothers me. You got to nip it in the butt yeah. when it happens. Mm-hmm. Call them out right there and there. Yeah. Definitely. Right then and there, I should say. Yeah, or, you know, bring earplugs. That's <laughs> another <laughs> solution you could do. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for the email and uh, sending in your questions. If you guys want to send us a question, an update, or something you want us to talk about, please email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.